Hey, everyone. Welcome to episode one of Auditory Confusion. Um, this is just a disclaimer uh, before we get into it that the audio is not the best here. Okay, it's episode one. We got to work out the kinks. Uh, Jace forgot to mute me on his side of OBS, and I didn't want you guys to hear, you know, double me. So this is just based off of the recording that Jace gave me. Um, next episode, audio should be a bit better. Um, so, uh, yeah, hope you enjoy. Follow our socials listed. Um, and I don't have anything else to say. Love you. Bye. Yeah. So we're ready. Hey. Jace, I'm going <laughs> Jace, we're doing it. What is going on? Fine, whatever. <laughs> hey! <laughs> hey! I gotta turn my mic. I'm peeking my microphone. Look, look, I, I heard the Let's peak. Try this again. Let's try this again. Hey! <laughs> you sound slow! <laughs> Let me let me tell you how that sound. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. We gotta. This is episode one. This we gotta. One we gotta. Here. We gotta get serious. We gotta get serious, man. This is a great start. Nah, I'm keeping this. Honestly, <laughs> honestly. Episode one, auditory confusion. Hey, everybody. Hi. Welcome. This our thing. <laughs> <laughs> We sound deaf. This our thing, man. We doing this for real. <laughs> yes, sir. I can't believe it. Welcome, welcome, one and all, to episode one of Auditory Confusion, featuring me and me, Jace. Jace. Nice to meet you. That's Jace. Nice to meet Jace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice to um, meet me too. Nice to meet. It is nice to meet you, Jace. <laughs> It's so nice to meet you. It's so, actual. Um, oh, God. This is not going well. <laughs> and we're going to leave it. So Honestly, I think it's going to be I don't good. know. I feel like should we explain, like, what we want to do with, with the podcast? Or should we just, like... I feel like I want to explain what I want the podcast, what we what we want the podcast to be. Before we dive into like topics and stuff, because we got a decent amount to talk about. That's true, that's true, and I I, I rock with that. We we really should just okay. to just to get so, a base note. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> base note: What we want this to be. Okay, we um have me and Jace talking, you know, like we do. Notice that there are a lot of podcasts with black men on them. But they are so many of them are some range of misogynistic to stupid. Factual. And we wanted we wanted to be not that. And that's pretty much it, really. I mean, essentially. Y'all, he's not wrong. Um yeah. We just wanna have fun. And not be We just wanna have fun, crack jokes, talk about random things. 
whatever, really, current events, games, music, whatever, honestly. And, and just not be misogynistic. I, it's really that simple. Like, we're not doing the whole 50-50 conversation, what you bring to the table, who's a provider. I That shit is played. I'm tired. And everyone's tired. We just want to be a couple of Negroes having fun at the end of the day. Very true. Is that was that is that really is that a good sum summarizing summarizing of what we want? Please add if you feel like you need to add anything. Yeah, and if y'all got a problem with artists, you know what I'm saying. Uh, I hope we can settle it and figure it out. Cause why is the first you know, thing you say a threat? <laughs> I just I you know I just want to put it out there, you know. I'm looking at my camera. Hey, y'all ain't even gonna be able you're, to see me in this thing. You're such a thug, but, honestly. Your first, like, <laughs> I ain't even. I ain't even do nothing. First time, and it's a threat. What I say? I ain't say nothing wrong. And I'm, if you got a problem with it, <laughs> look, 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 look. All right, listen. If y'all, if y'all really, really do have some issues with it, I mean, just you know, hit me up, um, and we can we can talk about it. That's valid. That's valid. If you got any issues with the pod, don't bring it to me. Please all direct it at Jace. Don't talk to anyone else about it. Exactly. And I'm I'm bought for it, bro. I will, you know, have a I don't a, wanna know about it. I, I don't will have know a, about it at all. I will have a reasonable conversation with you. It might, you know, go nowhere, but it's still a reasonable conversation. Trust me. I I would know. You would know. That's valid. Okay. So on our, we got a Google Doc, guys. We got a Google. We are so official. Okay, we got art commission. We got a Google Doc. We don't got nothing else. Uh huh. Three things we got. Okay, <laughs> Google Doc, art, and an email. <laughs> That's it. Thanks. That's it. Um, but uh, we want to start with the. We did the introductions, kind of. How? Since how have you? How have you been? Even though I just asked you before we started recording. How have I been? I've been really good. I just got off of leave, um, you know, from the yeah. military. Yeah, I went to a convention. Chase, Pretty dope. Chase's happiness. Honestly, bro, I was I once I got back, I was He's sick, uh, bro. Because you got to come see your family, and then you left your family to go to a it's like a really dope convention, and then that yeah. was it. Yeah, and now, now look where I am. Back. Back stuck in Louisiana. Kind of, dang. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's kind of but but military. It is what it is. You know what I'm saying? I'm glad you made it back safe. Thanks. I want to but before I'm going to talk about me and then because actually one of the topics is I want to talk about DreamCon and like how you felt about it and how you and the time you had. Yeah, so, so I got a lot to say about it. Word. I've been fine. I've been working. My birthday's tomorrow. That's exciting. I'm going to go see the new uh, Turtles movie. I'm really dope. Hyped about that. Um, other than that, I've been kind of stressed because I'm moving in a month tomorrow. Mm. So I have to save money for that. Me and my girlfriend, me and Deja, we bought a TV yesterday, actually. Um, it's really surreal. The experience of like buying a TV with your girlfriend. It didn't... It's like, it doesn't seem like a lot. But that like low key hit me. I was like, "Oh my god, 
I just bought a television with my with my partner. But uh, stress between I have to save up to move, also pay bills. Um, well, like my phone bill, car note, because I live with my dad right now. So like my phone bill, car note, but then also try to save up money to get my car fixed because it's currently broken in Texas right now. So, you know, it's a, it's a lot, but I'm doing well. Hmm. Guys are doing well, man. Thank you. Thank you. If anybody listening wants to send me anything for my birthday, cash at me so I can get my car fixed sooner. $256,000. How much? $256,000. You can send that if you want to. I mean, I don't need that much, but... Should. I'm going to keep it real. If you send that, I will be greatly appreciative. If you want feet pics, hit me up. I'll get my toenails clipped. I'll go get a mani-pedi for anybody if you got the if you got the guap. But anyways, DreamCon. How was it? Go into detail. How was it? I want to hear about how you felt about it. And then we could talk about some of the like not drama, like I wrote down like pseudo drama, some of the weird things that have been going on around not weird, but some of the stuff that's happened with uh DreamCon this year. All right. So honestly, I thought it was really cool. Not just because I bought a white privilege card that trumps everything. Okay. Uh <laughs> but it was it was really fun going there with uh with my boy. I met some of his friends and honestly, there was just a lot of there was a lot of hard work put into everybody's costumes that I really liked to see because you saw people that were literally expressing themselves in the way they wanted to and nobody was saying a thing about it. Like they were just walking around confident, bro. There was a lot of confidence out there. You know, our, our, uh, our black cosplayers, honestly, bro, like it was heat. I'm not even going to hose you. And I got to meet some some really, you know, big people up there, bro. It's and networking. It was a was a really good thing too cuz I met some awesome people. I mean, there were a bunch of photographers out there, talked to them and they were like, "Yo, you know, if you I hit you up if you ever need any help with anything or trying to trying to figure out stuff and and make your way through." And I was like, "Yo, for sure." Well, that's it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and my experience, honestly, it being my very first DreamCon that I've been to, I had a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Now, I am going to say this. Some of them lines was, was kind of harsh. That's, <laughs> some that's of them lines the was kind of harsh. That's what I mean. Well, first, I think it's so sick that you got to go. I'm so upset I didn't get to go because everyone who doesn't like ever show up to anything popped out and it was so sick. Like, yeah, seeing like, bro, seeing pictures of Corey Kenshin and Afro send you there, like, bro, what the fuck? Them niggas literally don't show up to nothing, bro. I so Corey, I'm not gonna lie, they dogged Corey in the dodgeball game. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm waiting, that, I'm, waiting, I'm waiting for that video to come out. It 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 actually is out already. It's out there. I'm like, yeah. And I took some pictures of it. Now, I was all the way in the back, but I had a really good zoom lens on my camera, and I got some pretty good shots. Like, when he oh, got yeah. 
Right, hold on. Now nah, I'm gonna let you watch. I'm gonna let you watch. For the people that oh, did no, go, I'm gonna watch, I'm gonna watch it later. Yeah. For the people that did go, and you're listening to this right now, honestly, what happened to him was kind of messed up. But it is what it is. It is what it is. But it was, still, but it was still really dope. Oh, yeah. it was still really dope to be able to go out and you know see all these people that love doing what they do, dressing up in their co- in their uh, in their cosplays, like judgment free. Judgment free. I mean, yeah. when I say ju- like nobody was sitting there looking and being like, Ugh, "Bro, what what is this?" Now I'm not gonna lie, I did get flamed uh, up on stage. <laughs> Wait, you went up on stage? So, uh, that was this, this is, um, this was on Saturday. There was this thing called Anime Wildin' Out that they did. Uh, shout out to the guys that, that, you know, kicked up and started that. Honestly, it was lit. I was happy to be up on stage. Still a little mad over the way I got dogged. Uh, I'm sorry, bro, with the bucket hat. You still look like Reggie Coos to me. Um, but you ain't have, you ain't have to say I look like... (laughs) Like I walk out and say do do the loot do, bro. You did not have to say that, bro. So I was just, said that to I was face. I was dressed as ski mat. Like he pulled me, like I'm minding my own business and he pulls me out between people on the big stage. Now mind you, there's like twenty people up here. Ten on each team. He pulls me from in between people. I'm minding my own business, trying to come up with stuff to say, and he says that. Now, of course, I was dressed as, you know, Stokely from one of Ski Master Slump God's uh album covers. Yeah, but it it I put it on though. You know what I'm saying? But he did not have to. He did not have to flame me like that. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't have to flame me like that. That's crazy. He did that in front of a massive crowd of people too. Uh, It was like it was like two (laughs) hundred, one hundred fifty to two hundred people. That's crazy. That means people in this world saw you, and that's the only thing they go remember is the fact that you like you say do 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 do. Exactly, and that was the last thing set up on stage. Now I wasn't mad. <laughs> now, now, mind you, mind you, I wasn't mad. I was a little, you know, I was like, "Dang, Perturbed, you, you, di- you didn't have to say it like that." You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's yeah, like, yeah. come on, bro, what's what's really going on here? But that honestly, that was still really fun. I was there with some uh, some cool guys. I actually ended up um, getting real close with him because now he he streams. And yeah, he was like, yo, you know, welcome to the thing. Invited me to his discord and all, you know, whole whole shebang. They were some cool dudes. Um, shout out to my boy. Uh, let's see. (sighs) I got to meet, uh, honestly, my day, I was, I was kind of, I was kind of finished, um, on the last day there because I got to meet. One of my favorite streamers, Renee Goddess. A, you know, if y'all know her, y'all, y'all know what I'm saying. Funny, hilarious. I mean, come on, bro. <clears throat> Got to meet her, and that was like, that was the one thing I wanted to do the whole DreamCon, and I did it. <laughs> After that, I was just you know aimlessly walking around and buying things that I didn't need. I spent like three, three, four hundred dollars. <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie to you. I mean, yeah, that's what happens when you go to a con. That's like the main reason why you gotta be careful. Yeah, I met King Vader too. Um, Dead ass. Yeah, 
That nigga was my idol back in like 2015. Swear to God. Yeah, bro. Met King Vader, J. Rose. Um, there's this one guy, I can't remember his name for the life of me, but I took a picture with him. Um, I met Jonathan Moss and his friend. I actually got to see some bros. I got to see I'm Dante, you know, Christology, Rico the Giant, Poised, and PG. Like word. And I got a video with JoJo, bro. Like, oh, you want to know who I who I also bro, Gideon. <laughs> I was walking was by. There. Yeah, I was walking by and I got a I got a quick picture with him. He was like, yo, uh, follow me. Took a picture and that was it. That's hard. Uh I got to meet um met. I got to meet Tia, who made uh Freaky T. Mm-hmm. And let's see, let's see. And the other crystal, uh BK. That one. Fire, bro. Oh, he enjoyed it so much. First day dressed up as Toji, second day ski mask, the last day I didn't dress up. Just wanted to take pictures and chill. Isn't Toji the dude from uh, JJK? Yeah. I, and honestly, bro, they were they were dogging on me for it, you know, dressing up as Toji. People just walking up being like, hey bro, you still got you still got wiped. I was like, alright, shut up, because I mean to- was he, he fight that motherfucker who threw like a dragon at him or something? He threw uh he threw a giant purple ball at him that freaking <laughs> careened through everything behind him and left the hole. Took his heart out too, bro. I don't watch JJK. Like, dude. Anything he was... from first season, I understand. Second I don't know nothing of this new shit. Listen, he was he was throwing them things, bro. I mean, that's why I dressed up as him, because Toji is that goat, bro. He, he look. I like his character design. I do like his fit. Like the fit is really cool. Cause I looked at. I I saw a clip of him like fighting that dude who threw the dragon at. Him. I don't know that nigga name. Mm-hmm. Uh, but his the fit is cool. I'll give you that. And honestly, I. But I don't know <clears throat> nothing about this nigga. I had that fit on though. It was fire, man. It's I like ran into Uncle Ruckus. What the fuck is this nigga? Uh, it's like a cursed spirit. It's like a worm. Oh. It's just yeah. his own boy. Okay. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man. And then they had a cosplay contest, which was fire. There should yeah, be yeah, yeah. there should be a video up uh of it. And honestly probably, yeah, probably. Dude, the people that oh, they made their their cosplays so well. And on I can't even begin to freaking Oh yeah, I saw. I think I saw one on your story. It was like the dude. What's that? It's that skull motherfucker from Power Rangers. Um, uh, yeah. I saw that. I uh, the cosplays at some of these cosplay at like these conventions, bro. Like some people are insane. Yeah, bro. It was the first one that came out, and by far one of the best ones I saw. And there was another one. Um, I'll post. I'll post some pictures of it. There was another one, and dude dressed up as uh, Link, like Samurai Link. That's cool. With armor all, bro, clean. Too clean, man. That's cool. Yeah. You know, I'm, upset. I'm mad I couldn't have went. My plan, I plan to go to Momocon next year, um, but we'll see if that works out. I well, hope it does. When is it? I don't remember. I just know it's in Atlanta and it's around like, I think it's around like March, April. Mm. I know it's definitely earlier in the first half of the year. 
gotcha. down Makes in Atlanta. Sense. So hopefully that'll work out. We will see because I want to go. Our Deja wants to go. And then Deja's siblings want to go as well. Makes sense. Yeah. But uh, about DreamCon some more. Mm-hmm. There was... Uh, there's been some issues. Like you said, there the lines was out the ass. Yeah, there because was... Because there's a bunch of... Uh, essentially, DreamCon was overpopulated. Yeah. So, now, over... Uh, because it's been growing over the past couple of years, like the first year was eight or 600 or 800. Second year, you know, 2000. Third year, up a little bit more. And then now, this year, 22,000 people. Yeah, but I say it was, but people were talking about how it was around 30K, and they were expecting like seven, eight. Yeah, 22,000 people showed up. And that's no, why no. they got such a big venue this time. Now, there was space to walk around. However, when people started to, you know, like, you know, gather in one spot or getting their lines, I mean, they would wrap around. I mean, and I'm talking wrap around the place and because people weren't you know getting in and all that you know people people were cutting in the lines they were just skipping in front of people and you know doing doing what they could do to get in and that's what was kind of getting on people's nerves it's like hey we really we've been waiting in this line for two hours and you just cut to the front and get in Mm -hmm. yeah because i heard that since there were so many people that they weren't expecting there wasn't nearly enough staff to like keep everybody in line. Yeah. And how there was line cutting. There's like people like there was like wasn't there like a gold and platinum like yeah. yeah. And people were getting into those places that didn't pay for it. Yeah. And so then I saw multiple TikToks about uh the app that was being used for like the, all the events and stuff, like for the that was like central to the event. Yeah, that kept crashing because there's too many people on it, and yeah. they couldn't handle all the traffic. So like, people would pay to be in in, in certain events and get unregistered because the app would crash. Yeah, so a, yeah, the thing about the golden plat. So I bought a gold. I bought a gold badge, right? Um, okay. you buy the yeah. weekend plus, you can upgrade it, and yeah, so you would get in the line, um, for gold, platinum. And there would be so many people in that line. Of course, you'd go in, boom. But then there were people that would just walk through without a badge. Some people were there without badges. That's the thing. Like, they were just walking. Yeah, some people people were just cruising. There wasn't, like, policing, so to speak, to just walk in. You just go through a metal detector. Yeah. And... Yeah. yeah that's literally anybody could have just walked yeah, in. Yeah, anybody could have just walked in. Now you'd that's go crazy. through the you'd go through the metal detector and I mean that was it. You're in. Uh you get to walk around, you know, do do as you please. Yeah, because it's like once you're in, it's like ain't nobody can prove that you I mean, unless they like tell you to open up your email to check for a ticket. Yeah, but they're not doing that for twenty two thousand people. Yeah, no, no, no. It was like once you're in, you're in. Yeah. So Time goes on, people are still going into places. Like that was a that was a platinum only event. Right? And yeah. there were just people without platinum cruising in. That's what I heard. I saw a TikTok about there was some this girl, she was talking about how she was in this platinum event and then there was, she was there's people like pushing down, like opening the door like to get in that they shouldn't be getting in and yeah. a bunch of people who were like talking like they would be in the crowd, like I'm not even platinum here. Yeah, they'd be they'd be talking a whole lot, a whole lot. I just it was it was kind of it was kind of weird. Now I will say that 
a lot of people they're making it seem a lot worse than it is it because it was yes it was nerve-wracking to see people getting in but it's like you're getting in too you might not get the seats you want but you're still in there you get to experience it now i'm not gonna i'm not gonna hold that over the head and be like yeah it's not wrong for people to skip because it is but it it's a, it was a whole lot just going on yeah because there would be like i heard that there were like certain panels and stuff that people wanted to get to that you had to have like a specific pass for yeah like people who didn't have that pass for like taking up space so then like the panel like the room would be full so like mm. people who paid for it couldn't even get in but people who didn't pay for it like snuck in when they weren't supposed to yeah that happened to, that actually happened to me so there was this one panel i really wanted to get into it was like it wasn't the the creators it was family feud i wanted to get into family feud oh i seen the clips from fam from the yeah now nah, it wasn't I, like berlizzi hosted it yeah steve harvey yeah so i really wanted to see it but i couldn't because there were too many people yeah now i tried to go in and they were just like yeah we're at capacity and i was hearing from other people yeah we had open seats next to us like a row of open seats i was like what and that it same same for the dodgeball tournament right now i got into that one um but there was like there was so many people already in there like and in the the in person it was it was gold and platinum only right but they still had you know you know the people without gold and platinum still had the ability to get in um that's because they there was there was only so many gold and platinum so they get in but so many seats were already taken that it was it's like all right how many of you are actually gold and how many are platinum because we're just not getting let in were you already here before then were you did you just walk in and sit down just just to get your spot probably but i, I honestly see say it is what it is it didn't really bother me i got to see it in person yeah. so it's like mm -hmm. whoopee you know yeah now uh i will say at the end of dreamcon last day me and my boys were walking and there were people outside you know trying to get back in to grab all of their stuff that they had left and they just weren't getting let back in like they would knock on the doors and they'd be like no no nobody was letting them in now i walked by and i saw this guy there was a door open i was like yo hold the door he heard me but he was too late to grab it so he ended up getting trapped outside with us um there was some people in the window i looked over i was like yo can you open the door and they were like mm -mm. i was like what y'all are in there too people got stuff to get so then finally somebody opened the door they got to get that stuff you know life goes on uh that would suck though someone like if you all the money people be spending at conventions they just had to leave it yeah yeah that was it was it was something else now i got to experience some really cool thing kai sandat uh he ended up there was like this dance circle going on and he was one person yeah. away from me i don't know how he managed to grab my arm bro bro mad strong for no reason <laughs> like like i'm not i'm not even playing with you <laughs> like dude so bro, so strong. so we sitting there i'm sitting there dancing 
And, you know, I had a bag in my head, so I couldn't really do much. And this was on the first day. So I'm sitting there. I'm like, we all just, I mean, it's live, bro. It is. We vibing. And Kai comes cruising up with his posse, bro. And yeah, a bunch did. of people surround him. Wasn't all A&P there? Yeah. So Kai come cruising up with his posse. Now, the whole AMP team wasn't with him at the time, but he had, his like, a security posse. guard. Like, and nigga. Posse. Shut this up, is what bro. I mean by you come, losing. Come on, bro. You are not beating these old nigga allegations. I don't care to beat them no more. No I don't care to beat them no posse. more. Nigga, it is not 1985. Shut up, man. Don't nobody call somebody named Posse. Shut up. James. It is what it is, bro. Did they bring a boombox with them, homie? It is what it is, It is what it is. I'm sick. I'm sick. I'm going somewhere. I don't know where I'm going, but I'm somewhere. <laughs> You gonna you gonna stop picking at me? <laughs> hey, hey, nigga, stop saying old nigga sentences. I don't know what to tell you. You want to be an old nigga so bad? This is this is shameful treatment. <laughs> this is shameful treatment. Y'all see how he be treating me? I deal with this every single time, bro. Shut up, man. <laughs> Shut up, man. Okay, okay, continue. I'm listening. I'm listening. Nah, I don't want to. I don't want to talk anymore. <laughs> Tell me about his positive. All right, so so Mez walks up, and all, all I hear is ah, you know how he be screaming, and bro grips my arm with like <laughs> with like. No, I imagine because he's tiny too. Yeah, so like, that, all that strength coming from a that small dude. <laughs> Dude, and I'm sitting there. I look over. Now, I didn't notice it was him. I just saw a whole bunch of people yelling, Kai. I was like, all right, cool. He ain't, he ain't fine. He ain't finna come into the circle. I, Kai's here. Turns so He's right beside me. Yeah, I turn to the right. I see Kai. He grabs my hand with my phone in it. And I'm just like, ah! <laughs> sitting there. It hurt, bro. What the fuck? So I took a picture. And... Mind you, I'm paying no mind to other people that got phones, right? I was just getting my picture and, you know, sitting there vibing. He pulls some kid in the dance. All right, that's besides the point. I get a text, not even like two hours later from my boy. And he was like, yo, this you? And it's a video on YouTube. And I'm sitting there with my It is me, bro. It is me. You gotta say that to me. You gotta say that. <laughs> yeah, bro. Dude, and I'm sitting there. I was just like, nah, bro, that's cat. That ain't me. <laughs> that's crazy. It's just you just standing there, right? Yeah, it's right. me just standing there, bro. And I'm like, taking a picture. I'm looking down at my phone, still vibing, because I'm like, making sure, you know, the, the picture is good, whatever. But yeah, man, like. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, dude. I gotta, I gotta send you, I gotta send you this video. Hold on. Nah, that, I'm, like I said, I'm upset I wasn't able to go. Nah, it would have been lit. Make sure I go. Yeah. Oh, oh. So you know, Berlizzi and all the line to meet them was like outlandish. I can imagine it's fucking it's Berlizzi. That's like he's like one of the biggest black creators. Yeah, I mean, with, oh my fucking god, what was that? With some bros, dude, and whole whole thing goes on, and we're just sitting there chilling. I'm in the back of the line. I was like, yeah, I'm not waiting in this line. <laughs> I'm not. So, day goes by. I get back in the line. Jay, with some other guy. Is. That is literally me, bro. 
Is that you? <laughs> yes, hey. bro. Nigga really just standing there. That's yeah. Crazy. I'm just chilling. Like, yo. Yeah, Miles, Jason Miles Morales. Facts. And dude. Mar- you standing as Mario. Who is Mario? Hold on. Is it is it like some big dude? He's not big. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, Mario. Like, yeah, he really did grab a little yeah. like, like he was looking at it. It was just some nigga. He I, really grabbed himself a little white boy. He pulled out of his inventory. Bro, I'm not gonna lie. He was hitting it though. He was hitting it though. He like, was. Little white boy really pulled that shit out of his inventory. That shit crazy. But <laughs> uh, honestly, bro, it was it was it was dope. Like not even playing. Fantastic. That's fire. That's sick. He said, bro, is that you? He said, what you mean? Oh, shit. That is me. <laughs> like, he, okay. he hits me up. And he was like, yo, I found you. I was like, nah. He was like, yeah, I did. I was that's like, you. That's you. He bro, said, bro, you? this is this is you. <laughs> that's wild. That dream kind of sounded fun. Sounded fun as hell. Yeah, man. I mean, and that was that was a lot of love. That was a lot of love from people. You know, even if your cosplay wasn't wasn't like a hundred percent. Yeah, all the way. Gonna, ain't nobody was gonna press you for it. Yeah, nobody was. Cause I mean, you put your hard work into it. That's that's yeah, your yeah. cosplay, which was and that itself is what made DreamCon a little bit better. Because there's so many people that you can tell put a lot of hard work into their stuff. Like me, my sword, the little sword I had took me like two hours to make. Now, I admitted that. Like, to people, I was like, bro, this only took me two hours. And that's not really a long time. Yeah. And I made it the night before I got there. Like, (laughs) but it was still, it was still amazing to be able to see people and just run into random folks out of the blue and they're just like yo i like your cosplay man mm-hmm. yeah especially because your cosplay is pretty good like you, you not that it's like because it's, it's a simple cosplay but you did it like really well to where it's like obviously who you who you are dressed as yeah oh dude i ran into like bemo dead ass there was a chick that had a bemo cosplay on now it was just the the box head was bemo the rest of it was really dope that's fine. Not gonna lie. And there was a there was a lot of like you you wouldn't expect to see this many uh this many ladies cosplaying like on, on the regular. But dude, there were like thousands. You like everywhere you would turn, it was just like boom, 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 boom. And they were all fire, bro. Mm-hmm. And um I'm not gonna lie, I ran into this guy with an Optimus Prime cosplay. Mind you, Optimus Prime is pretty tough to make. Dude spent like yeah. months making it. Yeah. Was it like cardboard or what do you make it out of? It was like, uh, hold on, I have to, I have to look at the picture for it. But I'm not even gonna hold you. It was too, too clean, bro. I think it was like a uh, really like solid foam, mm-hmm. and the the way he did it. And walking around, it honestly didn't even look like he made it. It looked like you could you could purchase it online, but he made it. That's how good it was. It was high quality, like super high quality. 
I'm thinking of I'm thinking of just a person dressing up as a transformer, and I can't help but think about that video of that uh, nigga dressed as Bumblebee by tumbling. <laughs> nah, but, no, I, that video was hilarious. So I'm not gonna hold you. It's the way his it's the way he started. He really started disassembling. <laughs> nah, but this was fire. He made it out of like EVA foam. And a whole bunch of other stuff. There were some metal parts. I think the fists were made out of, or some some of the fists was made out of metal. But honestly, it was it was clean too. He really put in that work for this for this cosplay. And I I don't really know him, but to say that I'm proud of him, bro. He <laughs> said, "I don't know you, but I don't know." I don't know this guy, but like, like no, no, I'm de- like dead serious, bro. He he put it on though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You can appreciate. You appreciate like it's very obvious the amount of effort and time that went into it. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. dude, he had the reflective. You know, it, it wasn't the old Optimus Prime, or like the old version of Optimus Prime, where it was like the box body truck. Yeah, like the two windows he had on his chest, fantastic. That's I mean. Smart. He looked a he he wasn't shambling while he was walking, but it did look yeah, a little yeah. it did look a little bit uncomfortable, and I was just like, all right. I imagine I imagine be dressed up as like a real as like a really good Optimus Prime, really convincing Optimus Prime. Ain't the most comfortable. That nigga's literally a bunch of rectangles. Yeah, but he still had it on, and just yeah. Honestly, I can't. I I want to try and do it. Not the same. Not the same cosplay, but still like still put in a little bit of work to be like dang bro if he can do it i can do it you know what i'm saying and that's what i uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and i want to say that to the inspired. folks yeah been inspired and that's what i want to say to y'all folks out there that are like really trying to get into cosplay y'all can do this like all you have to do is really just think about it if you can if you can think it, you can do it bro just put it on paper write it down and then start i mean there's really no no way of there's really no way of like stopping yourself from starting other than thinking hey i'm not gonna be able to do it because you can it just takes a lot of time and effort and just just push yourself to do it man it's amazing it's amazing and i really do want to see see what y'all can make like i'm finna be at the next dream con now i told my dad this and my pops i was like yo i'm definitely gonna be up on stage as one of them creators uh, next DreamCon, I'm already putting it out there. You know what That'd I'm be saying? so sick. Honestly, That'd bro, be so dope. If we're just two niggas, just end up at DreamCon. Honestly, that'd be so sick. Like we show, like not even if we're like we're invited as creators, but like if we show up and people like and people know recognize us, us they're like, like oh shit, that's that podcast I listen to. That I know so these hard. guys. I know these guys. Yeah. And they be streaming on the side too. That's facts, young man. <laughs> like. Bro, but I really want to uh, see what y'all can do, man. You know, come out and you know just support the support the whole thing. It is what it is. Now talking about support, mm-hmm. let's talk about how Kiki Palmer's boyfriend doesn't support her being a bad bitch, which I'm assuming you know about. Even though this is old, I still want to talk about it because it it it. it there, it it's kind of like it reminds me of the Will Smith, um, what's that nigga name? Not Chris Brown, 
Chris Rock situation. Yeah. Where it seems simple, but there's so many layers to it. Yeah. So I want to I want to get your take on uh the whole thing with Kiki Palmer and Usher and her boyfriend, ex boyfriend. Now I don't fucking know. Uh, there's a lot of layers to peel back for this because one say that was say that was you you were kiki palmer's boyfriend what how would you feel about it you know what i'm saying i wouldn't care honestly i honestly wouldn't care i don't mind my girlfriend having ass out having being quote-unquote you know scantily clad i don't i don't care if my girlfriend's hot honestly i want to make sure everybody else knows that she hot and if that's like because it's not even like what she was wearing was inappropriate or i don't think how she was acting was inappropriate because we know we know how usher is yeah we know he's gonna get in your girlfriend face and be all flirting it's an usher concert that that's literally all his music Mm-hmm. And like even with her having like like a what like it was like a one piece like mesh over it or whatever like I don't I don't know how to describe it mm-hmm. but we know we know what she was wearing even with what she was wearing like is it really that deep that she got a little bit of her butt cheeks out like come on homie like this is like this is standard like red carpet attire if you like keep it for real yeah. So, and and I'm in the same boat with you. I really, you can wear whatever you want. I know you mine. You know, like I'm yours. We we both. Like, like, like if you really worried that your girlfriend gonna like, the niggas gonna walk up on her because of what she's wearing, be like, "Hey, bitch, you bad," and now she's cheating on you. Like, come on, bro. Like, (laughs) but if it if it happens, you know, I would see why you'd be mad. And there's always a possibility. However, I wouldn't like throw that on her and be like, ah! you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, all up in that's, all- <clears throat> that's the main thing where it's like, even if he is uncomfortable, he could have went about it in a much healthier way than like it, whether it was his intentions or not. I, even though I feel like these are his intentions, it's like he was trying to embarrass her, honestly. Yeah. Especially by calling out her, like, trying to in- insinuate that she's a bad mom because of what she's doing like bro calling somebody a trying to calling some, calling somebody a bad mom because of that it's not oh god like, that's she's ushers in her face or she's a bad mom like bro get over yourself but i can't rock i can't rock i can't rock for that it's Usher, bro. Like, if you're gonna be mad, right, exactly. You knew one, she was going to an <clears throat> Usher concert. Like, have you nap? Are you stupid? Like, one, it's an Usher concert. And what? One thing I can say to that is like, and and this is what this is what I don't get, right? This is what I don't get. So now, now there are multiple situations where it's like, if you if your lady cheat on you with a dude, is it her fault or his fault for pursuing, right? Yeah. Now I could see if she did cheat on him, which she didn't. Why he would be like, hey, you know, why would you do this? You you kind of tearing the family apart doing this. Now that's yeah. understandable. Yeah, if she was caught cheating, but yeah, she's usher. like she's in a, but she's like, it's at not a... even like she's at a she's not she's not even like Kiki got caught 
like getting drinks at a bar or at a club with a nigga. She's at a concert. Yeah, and it and it's Usher. <laughs> if you it is like, Usher. What do you expect? It's Usher. Like he gonna he gonna sit there regardless of what you say and be like, oh, oh. like I'm not I'm literally not gonna, like I'm not gonna like, sing. Have it Usher being in your face at an Usher at his concert is like that's appropriate. That's expected of behavior. Yeah. Like if you if at the, at the end of the day, like I feel like if you have a problem with your girlfriend going to an Usher concert, you might need to work on the security of your relationship just a little bit. Just a yeah. little bit. Cause like that's you should expect that. You should like I can understand if you don't want a random dude all in your girl's face if she's at a club. That makes sense. That's not the expected interaction that's gonna happen because it's a club. But she's going to see Usher. Usher makes Usher is a heartthrob. He all his music is about flirting. Of course, he's gonna be flirting while he's singing the music about flirting. That nigga gonna that nigga's gonna die flirting. Yeah, that's what Usher gonna do. do. The last thing he's gonna do is kiss his nurse on the hand. Swear to God. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, baby. And then kiss the head. Oh God, that's what he's gonna do. And just the fact, the fact that it's like you should expect this because you know what an Usher concert looks like. And then also the fact that you're trying to embarrass this woman on Twitter over like it's it's not even a big deal, and you're trying to question her, her skills as a mom, like homie. Over Usher? Over? Uh, come on, come on, bro. You're embarrassing yourself. You're embarrassing yourself. But yeah, it's. I guess there was a lot to say about it because it's not even, even if we had a disagreement. It's like, but also then the layers of of uh, misogyny and stuff. But it's not even like it's like you have to dig in deep to find it. Yeah, it's just it's very blatant that woman. If a woman is not wearing denim skirt down to her ankles and a mm-hmm. long sleeve shirt then she is quote unquote whore which equals bad mother and it's like you're dating Kiki Palmer nigga <laughs> everybody want her if Kiki Palmer has earned the right to be bad wherever she is cause she is bad she is going to walk around and exist as a bad bitch there's no other way she can exist and I like there's no especially there's no need for you to be insecure. Y'all just had a baby. Yeah. And if y'all I would say if y'all had a kid, you you straight. <laughs> like, exactly. like you're straight. It's, and it's not even like we never knew about this dude and she randomly had a baby. She posted this nigga on every social media. I'm pretty sure the day before she literally tweeted about how much she loved her man. Bro. This is my what man. You, Thank you, you for my man. Like, yeah. What are you worried about? She love you. It's Usher. Usher's gonna get in her face for an hour. She's gonna come back home and wanna lay down in the bed with you, nigga. Dude, I'm confused. Don't like overreacting. Now I understand people overreacting, but it's like, all right, Bucko, what's really going on here? Exactly. What's really going on? Why are you so worried about Usher being in her face? Why does this? Why does this draw this reaction out of you? Why are you so hurt by this? 
And because Lord knows I wouldn't. Like, like if no, Usher, no. if Usher know my lady, my lady fine, bro. Exactly. If and Usher Kiki Palmer, so of course Usher know Kiki Palmer's fine. Exactly. Everybody know Kiki Palmer fine. It might have took a little longer than I would have liked for everyone to find out she fine. But we got there eventually. Even my son in the future know that. And I don't even have a son. Everybody's going to know Kiki Palmer's one of the baddest bitches to ever do it. It's that simple. I thought she, I've been knowing she was bad since True Jackson VP, to be honest. That was one of my, that was one of my kid crushes. When I was a kid, that was one of my crushes. For real? For real. Word. I always, I always been with black women. My first crush, my first television crush was Storm from the X-Men uh, 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 cartoon. I rock with that. That's when I knew. I said, I like black women. Even my mom. My mom would be like, I knew Makai was going to be with a black woman since he was a kid. Because he would be, the way he would just stare at them, I was like, since legit. Since legit. Completely it's different. It's always been my melanated queens. Completely Stop different from my folks, me. man. Stop <laughs> playing with me. I'm so glad your folks said you like black women. My my yeah, folks, they be they be picking at me. I did talk to a white girl once, once, no, twice, but we don't talk about that. Okay. All right, listen. So I may have had a spur of the moment. That was, that was a different time in my life where okay. I was just if a girl was into me, I was taking attention from anywhere. That's Honestly. all that is. Now I may admit I did have my little my little bouts of you know. Oh, we know, we know about you. You like them yellow. Like, nah, nah. I have my, I have my bouts of milk. You know what I'm saying? Two percent whole. I mean, was it two percent? What came first, the two percent or the whole? Uh, two percent. Two percent came first. Two percent came first, then the whole. Two percent came first. Two percent was in like middle school. Whole, whole milk, also middle school. You know. That was a that was a lot. I mean, Europe, Europe was the whole, bro. That that's like the 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 birthplace. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. And no, because I've seen you showed me some of the girls you talked to. Yeah. Or like had a crush. I think it was like a couple light skinned girls, but then you know it's been brown skinned women. Mm -hmm. See, because I was learning, you know. Were yeah yeah I see you have to work your way up. You said I'm not ready. For the melanated queens that I gotta work up to it. Yeah, yeah. And you know, my family, they <laughs> mainly my auntie, no, the whole family, they they be saying, Oh, you know, Jace wanna marry an Asian woman. Can I say that wrong? I wouldn't be mad like I wouldn't be mad at it, but that's not my goal. I wouldn't be like my goal in life is to be happy. And if I'm happy with an Asian woman, alright. If I'm happy with a black woman. All right. Oh God! It's really just as long as she's not white. We chilling. <laughs> At the end of the day, if I'm happy with a white woman, something's wrong. Um, I prefer. <laughs> first goal, I'm I'm reaching. The one thing I'm reaching for is a black woman. Second, Hispanic women. I love Hispanic women. And then. The rest of the non-white women, third place. True that, cousin. True that. Yeah. Well, some somewhat. Yeah. Okay, Kiki Palmer. We're done with that. Uh, <laughs> moral story. Just shoot off the. Yeah, 
Yeah, the moral of the story that nigga needs to go to therapy is that simple. Very true. He needs to go to therapy. He needs to have a conversation. I wouldn't even be mad at Kiki if she never wanted to talk to him again. Because honestly, she he tried to embarrass her. Arguably not that cool. Oh god, like honestly, El Riz. <laughs> El Riz is crazy. El Riz. El Riz is crazy. <laughs> That is that is shameful. <laughs> Speaking of crazy, I'm I'm popping off on these segues. Crazy. You were Ru- you're a Ruby fan. That's I, pretty odd to me. I was crazy once. They locked me in a room. A rub- All right. Uh, <laughs> so I can't, I can't stand that. I don't even know. The thing is, they in the Discord, they've been saying that so much. I don't even know where it's from. Crazy. Isn't it a TikTok? I was crazy once. Uh, <laughs> just start talking. So, <laughs> so yeah, I I am a Ruby fan. I am very, uh, I'm very, I'm a very avid Ruby fan. Um, most of you will come to know that if you ever meet me and bring a Ruby, I will tell you any and everything that you could possibly want to know. And if I don't know, I'm gonna look it up and I'm gonna tell you. Rest in peace, Monty. By the way, rest, rest in peace, Monty. 2013, man, it sucks. But and and on that top on the topic of Monty, people people don't like Ruby after season what three or four. That's what I've heard. I've but, heard that yeah. Because of the fact that Monty isn't isn't here anymore and working on it, people think it's bad. It's not bad. It's honestly really good if you gave it a chance to like actually sit and and let it settle and you watched it for what it is instead of. Like like I was like we were saying before, there's a lot of like nostalgia that comes with it. Yes, that one. And a lot of the old seasons have that nostalgia, specifically one through three. And people are I feel like people are really basing their opinions off of that specific like roundabout section of it. And that's what kind of gets on my nerves. It's because like you're not giving it a chance because you feel some type of way about the animation. The story's really good. The animation's really good. You just have to give it a chance to settle. And a lot of people I've, aren't doing that. Yeah. I've I've heard that I've heard like the season Oh god, excuse me. I've heard that like the season 3-4 thing where like it fell off after Monty died. But then I've also heard that, you know, around like the later, because isn't like 10 seasons? Yeah, it's nine. Uh, season 10 yeah. should be coming out pretty soon. I've heard that the more recent seasons haven't been that good either. Are they, um, I forget if people criticizing the story or whatever, but I've, I've heard that the more recent seasons aren't good as well. That's like the main consensus that I've heard. I feel like your opinion that you're having right now is pretty niche. So they're, they're really good. Um, now mainly because people like, like the, the Blake and Yang thing, a lot of people didn't like that. Um, I'm recording something. I'm recording something, please. Yes. But okay. Continue. There's, there's a lot of people that really base. Like some of their, some of their, some of their plans and ideas. They're just like, yeah, you know, there's, uh, there's there's blah 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 this the story's not good i can't believe they would do that in the story okay so what bro give me, the story's give me a, good give me, a, give me a synopsis 
like a very stripped down, just general idea of the show. So it's a group of teenagers. Now there are multiple groups of teenagers out there, but the main group, Ruby, Ruby, Weiss, Blake, and Yang. Blake and Yang are together now. They love each other. Oh, Boom. that's where the, the acronym comes from. Yeah. So it's their names or red, white, black, and yellow. Yeah. Um, and they have songs based off their name. Eh, back to the story. So a bunch of kids, you know, they're chosen at random. Well, not chosen at random. They choose their schools and become huntresses and hunters. Now, you can be any type of hunter. You could be magic. Well, in, in that case, dust. Um, you do have magic that you can use, but it's called your semblance. The magic um, is called is, re is referred to as dust in this universe. Uh, no, the magic is referred to as semblance. Uh, dust semblance. dust can be used as a catalyst to increase the power of your semblance, so to speak, if you really want to. Okay. And first season starts out. There's a guy named Roman Torchrick stealing dust from uh from a shop. Ruby comes in fights them all cinder shows up out of the freaking blue and starts attacking ruby ruby fights back glinda goodwitch which is one of the teachers at the school comes in tries to save the day it doesn't really work out but it does at the same time blah 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 now nah, whole story goes on cinder becomes like the big bad you know after roman torturic you know kind of fades off into you know obscurity cinder shows up and she's like i want all the power of the of the of the maidens the spring summer fall winter that's what she wants she wants all the power to herself so she can rule the world with a with the overarching villain salem who cannot be killed despite okay. despite you know people trying to multiple times which is why ruby's mother uh passed away Salem cannot die. Ozpin also cannot die. In he can't die, but it's different than Salem. Salem can't be killed. Ozpin can be killed, but his soul moves on to another feasible body and you know over time starts to take over and remove the other person's soul or get rid of and enclose the soul to where it can't come out and now that's Ozpin's body. He's done it to a kid named Oscar. He did it to his past body that he died in. And he's done it to many before. And. So is this, is this all the, the, the Ospin, is this all one season or is this overarching? This is overarching. You start to learn okay. a lot more about Ospin uh, <laughs> in the later what seasons. About, what, so what you're talking about is like not just one season. Available, but not just one season. Ospin, okay. Ospin isn't a villain at all. Salem is the big villain. Salem's a villain. Okay. Ospin is trying to help, but the way he helps isn't really seen as helping. You know what I'm saying? It, they're, so they're putting a lot on him and be like, "Oh, well, now um, you didn't really see it much in this in this uh, this the most recent season, but you saw it in like the seasons." Uh, coming up to it or building up to it they were always getting on ozpin being like hey you know you're you're trash you're garbage blah 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 your butt you kind of suck at doing what you do you suck at helping uh, they're just dogging on them for no reason mm -hmm. and the whole story basically started because salem um who used to be good back in the day um 
I feel I feel like I'm getting this wrong, but she wanted the power. She wanted the powers of all the maidens for herself so that she could take over. The maidens. Yeah. Um she wanted all the powers to herself. But there were two gods. There was a good one and an evil two brothers. Um they created the world. Um the purple one he This is like some Kingdom Hearts shit. Yeah. Uh, it honestly is, but it's really fun yeah, if you. Like, this sounds like Final Fantasy. Yeah, it, it it's really fun if you if you get into it. There's just mm. so much. Uh, there's so much to unpack in every season. Um, one, it's pretty easy to unpack, but it just takes time because yeah. you have to. You can either look into it, and the more you look into it, it's like, all right. This is a little bit confusing because how did she get this and how, you know, same yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Now, there's one thing about Ruby. She has silver eyes. Why now, si- now, silver eyes can kill Grimm, like off rip. If you use the power of your silver eyes, um, it's, ba- it's basically a very strong, petrifying blink. Uh, it can blind everybody. All at once, but everyone kill, on, like the planet, or everyone in the like everyone in the vicinity of you know her, of the glare, yeah. of the of the glare, and she uses it on this on this grim. I think she uses it on this grim called the Leviathan, mm-hmm. and it just you know psh, dust. Uh, it, mm-hmm. <laughs> it it fades into uh, fades out of existence, and you see more. There's this old lady in there. She also has silver eyes. Um, or yeah, her eyes don't really work anymore. She has like these goggles. So, you know, uh, so she also had silver eyes and you get to see some of what she could do, um, you know, back when she was younger and she kills this thing called the Nevermore, which is like this huge bird grim. I know I'm skipping over the story, but it's just so much. I'm, I'm, I'm almost lost. (laughs) <laughs> but I'm there. Sorry. So no, it's not. It's not your fault. You're doing. I feel like you're doing the best job possible. That's like con- there, somewhat concise. But there's just so much that I want to starting from starting from season one. Season one, basically, you know, it's building the characters so you know who they are and what they went through. Yeah, season yeah, two yeah. is a little bit more I've of heard, that. That's what I've heard. I heard season one is just a cool fights essentially. Yeah. Season two, you start building on their character, being like, "Hey, this is who they are." This is who I am. Now you're starting to learn kind of the ins and outs of everybody. Season three is yeah. also like that. Um, but that that's when, you know, you start getting getting the more serious, you know, serious topics. And they're just like, okay, all right, this is mm-hmm. starting to get a little nitty gritty. Mm-hmm. And where people start hating, season four. Yeah. Season four, honestly, it has to be one of my favorites. Because it's, you start to get more into, like, who Ruby is, who Weiss is, Mm -hmm. and you start seeing more about Weiss's family and how her family is pretty, pretty doggone terrible. Yeah. I mean, Yang loses her arm. Um she has to deal with being one-handed, you know, goes into like a state of depression because she's feeling useless. Mm-hmm. And this is when, you know, Blake and Yang start to really come together, you know? 
mm-hmm. and they start building on their you know their whole their whole lovely lovely jubbly relationship oh they be they be getting shipped and, and shit yeah and oh wait this is when pira died oh all right so there's this girl named pira who is on another team uh called juniper which is john nora pira and ren nora and ren um they're you know together um john and pira were going to be together but pira gets capped um and this is when ruby uses her silver eyes because the silver eyes are based on emotion uh and however strong that emotion is however strong the you know the effect is like the sharing god yeah ruby also kills a nevermore but it's because she is so distraught that Pierce dead that you know there's not much she can do mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's when that's you know the story turns for like people say uh or i would say turns for the worst so to speak because now everybody is trying to figure out what to do they're not knowing they're going different places they're fighting more um yang finds her mom which is a completely you know different story point because yang's mom is a part of some team or was a part of the old team but now is evil but not evil at the same time she's basically an anti-hero team of anti-heroes yeah well not a team of anti-hero um yang's mom ends up turning into an anti-hero she does good but in bad ways oh okay i see i see see. yeah now that whole season is building up yang um it's like all right cool yang's yang's big bag now you know she's you know she's getting stronger uh now season six brings up Ozpin again because Ozpin has his soul has uh, essentially possessed another body and they're learning more and more about his story and how he came to be and what the um they're essentially trinkets or like mm-hmm. stuff that you carry around that have gin in them um and the gin are like genies um and you know, they find it and they're asking it questions. They're like, hey, you know, what the heck? Who is Ozpin telling stories? You're basically finally getting answers for the questions that you had. Stuff about the, this is where the Silver Eyes Lady comes in. You're, you're basically just getting answers. And they're all going to this place. I think it's Atlas. They're either going to, At- I think they're going to Atlas in this one. Um, season seven, they finally get where they need to go. Um, they're fighting. I mean, uh, this is like all fights. Grim start attacking the city that they're in. They have to protect it. And the people that they're working with to protect it end up turning on them to capture them and arrest them because like, hey, you guys are doing good, but you're doing a little too good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, hey, we need you to uh we need you to stop because you're chart you're starting to find out stuff about us and what we do that we don't necessarily need you to be figuring out right now. 
And as this and as this goes on, you gotta fight. You gotta fight the establishment now. Yeah, and now Cinder has half the power of the Fall Maiden. So that's a thing now, (laughs) and it's weird. You'd have to watch it for yourself, and it's not confusing when you watch it. A lot of people think it is. I imagine, but nine seasons is probably very well like uh written and written out and stuff to explain it yeah yeah it's it's a lot when someone's like oh give me a summary yeah so season eight uh you know salem is now really a huge part of season eight because salem finally gets the little trinket that has the gin in it and she's like okay cool i got it now sucks for you and then they all start fighting again. This is a big, like, emotion, emotional battle type deal now, physical and emotional, because there are a lot of emotions and stuff going on. People are feeling less. Ospin gets caught up. I mean, people are falling. Like, at the end of the season, they fall into, like, a Alice in Wonderland type situation. So they fall into a different world. Now, everybody in uh, Remnant, which is what the world is called, um knows this story about alex alex in wonderland see what i'm talking about alex in wonderland so to say and a lot of the story is about you know this girl named alex and how she gets through and how she she wins and and you know basically beats everybody kind of like alice in wonderland how she figures out how to defeat the the queen of hearts and and you know just a whole bunch Season nine, this is where you really start to still fall into that that dream world. Because the dream the the dream world, I'm putting quotes around that, is real. And this is where the story comes from. John ends up falling and landing like years ahead of when, you know, Ruby and them finally fall. Mm-hmm. Now he's been in the dream world for 30 years years i mean he's a grown man now and he is the rusted knight in the book he's the rusted knight that comes around and protects everybody because he's been waiting for his team to catch up to him and he's been protecting and protecting places that shouldn't really be protected and the only reason he's doing that because he feels like he's not enough he couldn't protect his friends he couldn't protect anything at the time of when he fell so he's feeling less than he felt bad because he's, over, he's overcompensating. Yes, he is overcompensating for stuff that isn't his fault. Yeah. So finally, Ruby falls down, Yang falls, and Blake falls down. They go into the play and Weiss. So they all they all end up in, you know, in Wonderland. Ruby finds herself lost on a beach, loses her weapon, and you know. St- uh, how some somehow out of the blue um john has it uh after so many years of just being there he found it because it fell down too that's that's like halfway into the story now One ruby second. yeah One second. the garage is uh it's going can you hear it a little bit but it's not bad Okay, continue. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ruby ends up um, 
you know, finding herself on a beach, finds a little mouse that's, you know, helping her out, you know, helping her find where she's going. And, you know, you think it's normal because it's, it's Wonderland. Time goes on, time goes on, whoop-de-doo. She finds herself, you know, where this cat is, like the Cheshire cat, but the cat's trying to get people. He's leading people to, uh, to their end, but not really, because they're going to come back to life with a different purpose. Because once you've fulfilled your purpose, you have no worth. So you die, in a sense, get brought back to the big tree in the center, which, pull, which spits you back out with your purpose, you know, with your new purpose. And that's who John is protecting. He's protecting these paper people that are supposed to die because they don't have purpose anymore. Paper people. Yeah, they're like little paper stars. And they're supposed to die. And that's what happens. Uh, Ruby and the gang try and protect them. They mess up, kill them all. Which is, you know, part of the, part of the whole thing. John tries to protect them. You know, now he feels worthless. He's mad. Because he, he, he wasn't able to. And there are these, uh, then this thing called the Jabberwock uh, comes out and starts attacking them, which is basically the cleaner of the world. Yeah, oh. <laughs> I, honestly. You said, the, you said the cleaner, I went, I know that one, I know that one. It, it's honestly, yeah, it's called, the, like Alice in Wonderland, it's called the Jabberwocky. Um, and it's it's pretty pretty normal. Uh, it's the Jabber Walker in this because you know copyright. Um, so they come out they come out to kill all the things that have you know that have finished their purpose, basically, just to get rid of them and then bring them back to the tree, which is what the cat is trying to do because he's trying to get out. He was promised by Alex that she would bring him out of the tree the promise was broken he feels some type of way tries to kill them and get out pretty self-explanatory um I have a question for you yeah well two mm -hmm. first question yeah how do you feel like ruby has held up compared to like red versus blue and then second how do you feel about the state of like rooster teeth right now so I feel like Ruby has held up really well against Rooster, uh, against Red versus Blue. Um, granted, Red versus Blue, I believe, is over now. Is it? Is it over? Um, I I was just asking because, like, if you watch Ruby, you've obviously been like, you know very aware and like rooster teeth has been like kind of in the forefront of your brain for a while um, yeah and i am i'm gonna be the only i started paying attention to rooster teeth because i knew about red versus versus blue when i was younger um but i never watched it i just was friends with people that watched it but i never watched it and um i didn't start paying attention to rooster teeth or like keeping up with what they did until um Sugar Pine 7 joined Rooster Teeth because I was a big um, Sugar Pine 7 fan. Uh, I watched uh, Steven Septic, who was like kind of the head of Sugar Pine 7. And I, cause I used to watch his Minecraft content. Um, yeah. So I went from Sugar Pine. I watched a little bit of Funhouse. 
and a little bit of couch shop, but not much. Mm-hmm. Um, but everybody's literally leaving and Rooster Teeth is failing. Um, and it's very odd because even as someone who didn't pay attention to Rooster Teeth, like they were everywhere at one point. Like they were. Yeah, they, they were. were at, they were nerd culture. Like they were the epicenter of it at one point. Like they were the mm-hmm. biggest name in nerd culture besides like literal video game like companies. Yeah. Like everyone knew knows like and like me, I don't but never paid attention to them, but everyone knows who Rooster Teeth is. Yeah. So in that sense, it's like it's I'm not saying it was their time, but there was a lot of drama on the inside that spread yeah. to the outside. Like yeah. one of the there was a guy who was getting kicked out of his executive position because he did yeah. some he did some pretty messed up stuff and he fired most of rooster teeth be- right before he left so yeah, that I, left him in shambles i very it's very well i think rooster teeth has had has suffered the same fate as a lot of like quote like tech and or content creation companies yeah where they make all this money, they move to LA, and they lose sight of the, the heads of the company lose lose the sight, oh, sorry, lose the vision of the company that they had, and they just start worrying about money. Yeah. It's like the same thing that happened to FaZe, because like, instead of it being just a bunch of dudes or people who are good at Call of Duty and other video games, they want to turn everything into some way to make a profit. And then they sell their company to these big wigs who don't know anything about video games like at all. Yeah. And now what's let's see, what is phase out on the NASDAQ? But you know, what it's you... at 40 cents. Like, yeah. And that's up. By eight point three, by eight percent. Phases like that's, and they're bringing all these new people in that aren't really playing games. See, that's the thing. I feel like that's one of their main, one of Phases' main problems, was that they. This this is what happens when your company is being run by a bunch of twenty somethings with way too much money, and clearly no financial advisors or no real financial advisors. Um, because why is Snoop Dogg not only you can sign him, sure. Why are you paying him first? He's Snoop Dogg. He doesn't need money. Mm-hmm. Third, why are you giving him equity in your company? Why? Yeah. Do you, do you really need him to have phase in front of his name that bad that y'all give him equity? Yeah, that's kind of stupid. Or the fact that so many of their friends, like the fact that Banks was friends with Ricegum for so long. So Ricegum making poor decisions now makes your company look bad. It's just, it was very clear that a bunch of immature people were running this company that was way too big. Because didn't FaZe get like um, estimated, not estimated, evaluated to be like a billion dollar company? Yeah. But that was like, bad. there's. That was back, you know, way back. That then. was a while ago. 
But like even the fact that that happened, there is no reason that y'all should have a billion dollar company and the people that are making the like most important decisions at a billion dollar company are 25 year old white guys that didn't go to school to know what to do. Like, I'm not saying y'all can't run phase, but hire somebody who knows what they're doing, not to run the company, but to tell y'all what y'all should and shouldn't do. Cause clearly y'all don't know what to do. Yeah. And then it coming to the forefront with the um with the crypto scam stuff. I think I don't think that but I don't think that was Rice Gum and then some other dude from FaZe, but not anybody else in FaZe. Like it was very it was one of those things where it was very um what's the word? Not condensed. It was like a kind of an isolated situation where these mm-hmm. two guys are just acting on their own. But the fact that the FaZe name is attached to this and yeah, and it's, it's just you don't want you don't you don't want your 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 brand's name to be associated with a pump and dump, and that's what happened because it's just a bunch. It's just a bunch of I'm gonna be honest, just a bunch of losers in LA who are rich for no reason, trying to stay rich because they know they shouldn't be. Yeah, I and I and I see where you're coming from with that. And it's true, There's, they're doing a lot that does not need to be done. Too much. And it's obvious, they're, they're, they're doing a little too much. They're bringing in people that don't really put any... They're basically just they're trying not, to keep their name above water. Exactly. They're not bringing... The people that they're bringing in aren't bringing in any value, especially with how much money you're giving these people. Yeah. Like, why is Bronny signed with FaZe? He don't even play games. He doesn't even play games anymore. We like, even if he was really good at Call of Duty, let's say, we know that he wants to go play basketball. So, how, like, you're not, that's not even a long contract you're getting out of this kid to be giving him this much money and equity in your company? Excuse me? Yeah. But why, why are we giving rich people more money? This is LeBron James's son. He doesn't need money from us. Sure, he can join FaZe and have the title, be invited out to events, whatever, whatever. He can get like a little like G Fuel deal or something, get a kickback on like a sponsorship deal. Sure. But a salary and equity? Are you kidding me? Yeah. Yeah, that, that is... Honestly, it's it's really dumb. It's it's then, really stupid. It's it's so it's it's like I said, it's very obvious that people that is the company was ran by a bunch of kids who were too rich for their own good and didn't take like any outside opinions on what decisions should be made. And then when they then when they but when they realized that hey, we sh- we really can't run this company yeah uh, as it should. They sell it. They they sell it like because they're so money hungry. Like I'm not saying you should stay running this company because you're very bad at it. Like very bad at it, mm-hmm. extremely. But you can just hire someone to tell you what to do. Y'all can like they could be presidents and then just hire a CEO. 
That's true. Or hire a CFO. Just someone who can tell y'all what to do and make important decisions that y'all obviously aren't smart enough or don't know how to make. Yeah. Because, I mean, I'm not saying it's not it's not their fault they don't know how to run a billion-dollar company. Who does? That hasn't done something similar to that before. Like, y'all, five years ago, were playing Call of Duty in a basement. Literally. Yeah. Now y'all are running a company that was evaluated for a billion dollars. I don't think anyone's expecting you to be able to do that well. And there's too much riding on their shoulders to be trying to do it by themselves. Because, again, they were kids, you know, that were literally playing games not even four or five years ago. Mm. And that's a, that's a lot to put on a kid. You know, that's a lot of stress. And I believe so the much. stress is starting to get to them because they're finally yeah. realizing, like, hey, maybe I don't know how to do this. Let's bring more people in so that we can uh, bring in a, a false sense of security to mm. our viewers to be like, hey, you know, y'all can still watch us. We're here. We got it. We're good. We just don't run anything anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's like, y'all should still, y'all, they should still be in charge because at the end of the day, they know their community best because they've built it from the ground, like literally out the mud. Mm -hmm. But just selling your company and like dusting your hands off to people who don't understand not only just video games, but your community and watch them run your company into the ground. Like, like FaZe doesn't need to be publicly traded. Yeah. FaZe should have never showed up on NASDAQ ever. Yeah. But again, when you're surrounded by people, when people are just thinking about the next bag, of course it makes sense to become a publicly traded company. And these things happen. Honestly. And can't really you can't really do much about it because it's like all right you you've done it you finally messed up bad enough to where mm -hmm. not much is going to be able to save you if that because mm -hmm. i mean yeah. at, at this point you've you've kind of you've been digging they were digging they've been digging their own grave for a while yeah you you dug a hole now you're here. You're yeah, stuck. Yeah, now you're, you're very stuck. Very stuck. And then, and then what really gets me about fans of FaZe was the fact that all this is going down, where these people are literally throwing this company away, throwing all this money away. And then they want to be up in arms about FaZe not being how it was when they sign a woman. Yeah, I didn't really see the the heart in like getting mad because they signed a woman. I didn't see that. It was they like signed, they signed a girl. Everyone's like, ah, oh, phase is over. Phase is done for. Bro, they gave Snoop Dogg equity. Snoop Dogg would stream for two hours. He would just rage at Madden and then. God, and then hopefully he remembered to turn his PC off when he was done streaming. 
yeah. or turn off stream. Like they gave that nigga equity in the company. But they signed a woman, now phase is done for. I just I couldn't believe my eyes when I saw that stuff. <laughs> when I saw these people on Twitter or like Phase Rain criticizing this girl because quote unquote doesn't know it's like doesn't know what a trick shot is. Does Snoop Dogg know what a trick shot is? And he played Madden. <laughs> like do the do the people you sold your company to know what a trick shot is? But she doesn't know what a trick shot is, so she shouldn't be a part of phase. Are you kidding me? You're joking. Yeah. You're joking. And then first of all, well, first, one of the things. It's funny. It's it's so funny because people were like they were really trying to drive home the fact that. They weren't mad. They weren't mad because of misogyny, even though it's like that's literally the only reason you're mad is because she's a girl. But then Rain in critics, because if you if if you're trying to make an argument why she shouldn't be in phase, whatever. But it needs to be about like you know her credentials, mm-hmm. what she does, why she's not a good fit, and then phase kept not phase Rain kept bringing up. How she looked, it's like, bro, you're proving that it's because she's a girl. Because why does that matter? If we're talking about, you see the goobers you work with, and you want to talk about how she looks? Yeah, that that's really stupid. Look at Faye's rug. Look at Faye's adapt. Look at Faye's blaziken. These are not good looking dudes. <laughs> these, these are... These are not good looking dudes. You're not wrong. You didn't have to say you want to talk about uh and but she's doing it and she's mid homeboy. Y'all you, literally your best friends are threes and fours. You got I need you to be for real. Step up your game, OG. Step up your game, literally step up your game. You can't be talking like this when the niggas who you talk to every day look like that <laughs> like they look weird <laughs> that's kind of messed up you didn't you didn't have to say they look weird but i'm just saying if you're gonna get on this girl's look you gotta make sure all you and your homeboys all of y'all at least sevens <laughs> you got to is he lying y'all no you have to and and it's so great and then people also get it on her because they were like, she's only on here because of one Stranger Things episode. And it's like, even if that was the case, again, y'all signed Bronny and Stoop Dog. What what do they bring to the gaming space? Not even COD. What do they bring to video games? Yeah. Nothing. Literally nothing. Exactly. They're just, they were famous before video games. They'll be famous without video games. They do nothing for video games. And two, even if she, because she had, she admitted herself that she got the meeting. The reason she's well known is because of Stranger Things, which is cool. But then you go to her Twitch. Homegirl had 300,000 something followers. And she would average around like a thousand viewers. Around a couple hundred to a thousand. Yeah. You try like that's like 
you trying to tell me that's not good content creation numbers, especially for streaming? It is. Streamers like, are lucky to get a hundred viewers. Bro, I'm only lucky. I'm lucky to get five. <laughs> I think I think it was something like if you have like 50 viewers, you're literally like the top one percent of Twitch. Yeah. She has bare minimum hundreds. Y'all don't think that's good enough to be a content creator? On like, come on, be for real. Please be for real. And it don't even have to be it's, games. Like it, it, literally. There is no we point. Don't think, we don't even care if it's games, even though she was getting that many viewers playing games on Twitch. But even if it wasn't games, like I need y'all to be for real. There is nothing about her credentials that say she isn't eligible to join any org, any org as a content creator. That's facts. But face is washed. Yeah. Niggas killed me. Niggas killed me. Leave me speechless. Excuse me. Yeah. Do you have any? Do you have any more thoughts about it? I think uh, we talked about mostly everything. There's like, you wrote. I'm not bringing up the the 95 eight thing is an inside joke, and that there's no point bringing that up. You yeah. brought up big booty bitches. I didn't cool. bring that up. I, you did. <laughs> oh, my girlfriend typed that. Uh, thoughts on big booty bitches before we head out. They cool. Period. I mean, they cool. They cool. But also, what 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 is Clotherna? Clotherna? That was a name you had said. Uh, oh, I, yeah. I can't remember <laughs> what it like was. One of those for. names where I was like, I'm gonna name my daughter Clotherna. Yes. That's hard. Clotherna yeah, that was that was hilarious. Nice I'm gonna name my next D and D campaign. I'm gonna name my character Clotherna. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think yeah. Uh, I think that's it. There's this. You, you said white men taking the Negro woman's hand in relations. I that would be interesting to talk about, but I want to leave that for like a situation that's about it instead of just bringing it up randomly. Yeah, because it's like because if we bring that up, it's like, bro, who acts? You know what I mean? <laughs> who who are these guys? You know? <laughs> yeah, who are these guys talking? What are they talking about? But I think that's something we can dive into, but we save that for a situation that's like some interracial couple or anything gets in the hot water. Yeah. Um. That's. I think that. I'm pretty sure that's it. Uh, I think next time. We already had a decent list that I wanted to to get through, especially mm-hmm. now that we did that Ruby stuff. I'm glad we we didn't do talk about this. Um, I want to talk about the Doji Cat stuff, but we'll save that for next episode. Oh yeah. Yeah, I would think we'll save that for next episode because I feel like there's a. I feel like there's a decent amount of talk about there. And we're already at an hour and a half. And yeah. going over an hour and a half, actually. And I wanna um want this to be easier to edit. That's true. That's true. Especially for the first episode. I want to get a feel for the editing because I haven't edited it in a while. So I don't want this to be too long. Yeah. Um but yeah, that's gonna be it. I think that was a pretty good first episode, honestly. Yeah. I agree. I like it. To, yeah, this was fun to get stuff out, you know. This is this is gonna be fun. This is gonna be fun. I'm excited for what we have to come. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure when the first episode is gonna come out, so I'm definitely not sure when the second episode is gonna gonna come out. But uh, we shall see. I think I want to get a few episodes up before I start like promoting it and telling people about it. Yeah, if that makes sense. Um, Just so they can have like more to. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. like if you want to get a feel for who we is, who we are. Yeah. You can have a couple episodes to go through to chew on. Um yeah. Get your little get yeah. your little nibble in, you know what I'm saying? Just yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. A little yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Have some other things to talk about to see if you really fuck with us or not. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but yeah. So definitely talk about Doja Cat stuff in the next episode. I'll probably find some other stuff to talk about. Jace can find some other stuff to talk about, some current events, some whatever, whatever's going on. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, I think that's gonna be it. Yeah. Hey, and y'all make sure to get y'all DreamCon tickets for next year. If if I don't if I don't see y'all there, we we're fighting. Get your DreamCon tickets. Oh yeah, and shout out your stuff. I'm gonna have it. I'm gonna have our socials linked. Oh, but just shout out your stuff. Go for it. Hey yo, make sure y'all check out my Twitch though. You know, King Jipo. It honestly, I'll be playing. I haven't hopped on there in a minute, but I'm about to. You know, this Thursday coming up, I got my surgery on Friday, so I'm going to get in my stream before I can. And then I might stream even while I'm off the meds. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That'd be funny as hell. So, you know, y'all y'all go check out my Twitch. Uh, my Instagram is MainKingJipo. I have another one, you know, hyperlinked in my bio. Uh, honestly, my Twitter, probably the same, KingJipo. <laughs> And hey, if y'all wanna if y'all wanna roll out and see me up on stage at the next stream, kind, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, blow this shit up. Blow yeah, shit up. we gotta blow make, us up, bro. We gotta, I was thinking we gotta make a TikTok, especially for clips. But the thing is, we don't record video. Like I was, it's like we're not showing our faces. That's but true. I want us to be on TikTok because TikTok is great for exposure. Yeah. So I'll, I'll figure that out. I might get someone pay someone to do like a meme edit or something of what we're saying. I'll figure it out. Work. Um but my stuff, you can follow me on Instagram at fourth underscore mathematics. And uh you can also follow me on Twitch at fourth underscore math. I stream on there this past couple of weeks I've been streaming there kind of regularly. I do be going on like little couple week spells where I don't stream. But I've been trying to make sure I stream at least like twice a week. Same here. Um, and I'll be playing games, watching YouTube, whatever. I haven't been doing my Chris Chan series. I've been watching Chris Chan with chat, like the Chris Chan documentary. I need to get back on that. But anyways, that's going to be the first episode. Thank you for anyone listening. Uh, we really appreciate y'all. I like your face. Chase likes your face. Do you have any uh, closing thoughts or statements, uh, Mr. Man? Uh, Mr. Man, mm, I, I'm not gonna lie, I, I don't really have anything, you know, except for like, have a nice day. Remember, we love y'all, man. God loves y'all I too. Love I don't know y'all all right. yet. All right, all right, man. You're supposed to spread the love. Hey, but I'm, I'm loving y'all from the start. Remember that. <laughs> nah, for real though. Thanks. Thanks for hopping in. Bye. Ha <laughs> ha